Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there, fellow Hellsingers? Is it snowing where you are? Uh, it was here. We had a lot of snow, white stuff falling from the sky. Yeah, no volcanoes here either. No. Like we had all the the white stuff, yeah. and I was like, you know, slipping and sliding on the road. I didn't yeah. like that. It's kind of it was interesting. We woke up in the morning. Uh, Ragnar ran outside for his first uh, snowfall. I Yay. looked out this morning, and he had this big white face of full of snow. <laughs> and then he came inside and said, "Dad, it's cold on my paws." Anyhow, yeah. Get it off. Get it off. Make it stop. Yeah, so that's how it is. Winter is coming. Uh, I wonder if it'll snow ever uh, on Van Helsing. Like, that would be interesting to see how the vampires interact in snow. Like, th- we we talked about how zombies deal with it before. I thought we had snow vampires. once before, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I thought we had Haven't? snow. I in Van Helsing? So. I thought, well... They may they, have. When they were in the it's mountains or something, seasons. it was just one of those things. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's been three seasons. I'll have to go back and binge again, yeah. like, once the season ends. And I can't believe we're already on episode seven. That I know. Weird. Next week's Thanksgiving. Yes. I think we're still having an episode on that Friday. We'll see. On Black Friday. So, we'll, we'll see what it is. Yes. Um, for your Thanksgiving viewing pleasure, I recommend finding the movie Thanksgiving and watching that. <laughs> And then go watch Die Hard to get yourselves ready for Christmas. Yeah, but definitely watch Thanksgiving. Yeah, murderous turkeys. It it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Does he use stuffing to kill people? Oh, they're so, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) There's Thanksgiving and there's Thanksgiving 3 because they just killed Thanksgiving 2. But anyhow. Okay. Okay, before we break down the episode and get back on to what we're actually talking about, just want to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can I get people or just? Well, you can find me on Twitter at JinDev. He's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at PureFandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out PureFandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? On Facebook, there are groups out there that help you with car repair and things to do when you're broken down on the side of the road. That is super helpful. I love YouTube for that. Talking trash to somebody that comes to help you is not what you do. Ooh, who did that? That's not cool. Yeah. See, I watch a lot of horror movies, so I'd be scared to flag somebody down. Uh, I'm just calling AAA. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that point. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So, other things that you can find on Facebook, uh, Brad and Court Talk, uh, Pure Fandom Podcast Group. You can also send us, like, your questions about auto stuff, because Brad knows all that stuff. Like, he really does. I do. take pictures and videos. I'm actually thinking about rebuilding a car and getting a salvage car, but that's just, you know, things I do. You should make that a a blog or a a page and, like, let us follow you as you do it. That would be super fun. You know I suck at I suck at blogging. (laughs) It's like horrible. (laughs) Or you can make it a podcast. I would have to. Like a video blog. Video blog. It's the only way i'd actually make it work because i suck it i'm a writer but i hate blogging so i'm just brad let me see you see what happens yeah yeah it's okay um our other facebook groups this is still going on um van helsing because that is what you're here to listen to we have a very very huge group over there van helsing with some very talented people some people have been posting different videos with um, music and everything so music videos and like super cool and uh, we've seen some art and sometimes some of the actors or um, crew members, they'll drop by and drop some cool, great stuff. So stop on by and let, let us know what you think about the show. Um, not our podcast. You can let us know 
what you think about the podcast, but like, let us know what you're thinking about the season of uh, Van Helsing. It's really cool, crazy, a lot of cool stuff going on. So we want to hear you there. Uh, if you've been watching the Mayans over on FX, you can drop in on our Watches of Anarchy group. Uh, the season ended, but uh, we still need to do our wrap up and that'll be coming your way at some point in time soon. Brad still needs to watch past episode three. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> I'll work on him. The holidays are coming, so he'll he'll have some kind of time. Except his kid is coming, so yeah, we'll figure it out. It, it's coming, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, what are we here to talk about? Uh, uh, vampires. So many vampires in Thanksgiving with like a uh, barbecue. Uh huh. Vampire. Yeah. Yummy good times. Uh, this episode was 307, Hunted Down. It was directed by Leslie Hope. Uh, this week, we get more of the sisterhood in Scab. He finds his tribe, and it was never so beautiful. More of the sisterhood, a.k.a. Sausage Party. Uh, ooh, that's, yeah, that's definitely what they are, the sausage list party. Uh, and we'll talk more about that oh. later. I have questions. <laughs> Uh, we also had uh, our our Axel, who's a man on a mission, and he's pretty much done with people. And Sam, Sam has to take out the one he loves. Yes. Hmm. No, not that one. Yeah. No. Oops. <laughs> my bad. Okay. It was not his bad. Yeah. But okay, we'll talk about that. No. We're just gonna jump straight into Axel because he had his little small role in this episode. We can just it knock so that big, thing though. out. Yeah, it was. I mean, he's got his truck. He's driving down uh, Rhonda, right? And mm-hmm. he's driving down and yelling at them for falling asleep, right? <laughs> it's like, dude, you think you're going to get tired? Switch out positions. He knows how to survive. These people really aren't quite there yet. I think they're kind of getting there. Uh, I mean, is that what it is? He's frustrated with having all these newbies after he's had his seasoned group for the past couple of years. Well, yeah, because, I mean, okay. right there at the beginning, right, they're all camping. And <laughs> he's out ga- hunting and gathering. Uh-huh. They don't listen to him whatsoever because they start cooking. Uh-huh. So as soon as they start cooking, it lets the vampires know they're there. Because I guess they're not buying the whole fact that vampires are walking in the daylight, but he knows that. Yeah. And this immediately takes him out. And he knows something's bad because Christina's gone. And, well, you know, definitely when he comes back and he's like, okay, you can start fighting them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were kind of just standing around. And Christina's and gone. And he knows that's bad because she knows all the plans, right? And he's he knows how all this crap works because he was a vampire at one point in time. Which we find out, you know, Christina actually ends up going to tell the Scar guy about all the stuff going on and everybody going to Denver and about um, the Van Helsing sisters. But, you know, as he's driving in the car, he's kind of like, dude, wake up because we got to look out for people. Don't fall asleep on me. And mm-hmm. they see someone broken down and Axel being Axel's got to help, right? I'm, you would, Like he told the <laughs> other guys, like you would want them to stop for us, wouldn't you? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I, I would, but it's the vampire apocalypse. And I, like, I would with care. I would with care. Right, but I like how they're talking about they were they're going to San Francisco to get on a boat going to Hawaii because Hawaii is not overrun with vampires, um, which is actually a subplot that I have for The Walking Dead that I was really wish they would attach, but and that's a different thing. Everybody, hey, they've got three movies coming. You never know. Hey, I'm I finally started watching it again because somebody died <laughs> or left the show. Um, 
<laughs> it's, it's better. I don't hit the. Uh, no, I mean, anyhow. But he goes to, you know, help them out, and they're all being like a group should do. Dude, you got a gun. I don't know who you are. Back off and all this other stuff. And Axel's, you know, of course, telling him not to go to San Francisco because they're going to get themselves killed. And mm-hmm. he's talking with Prager Girl. I didn't catch. Oh, her, her name was Kit. Kit. Yes. <laughs> and ends up, the other guy pulls a gun on him, <laughs> which is the wrong thing to do. And actually, you know, gives him to the count of three and just basically shows a knife in his neck. And, you know, that's it for him. So they're all on their way. But she smartly decides to go with Axel. She didn't look like she wanted to go with Boat Guy anyway. Uh, no, I think she was just who with whoever she thought could help her out. And clearly that was not the group. And hearing that, you know, things are overrun and they're leaving from there. So, yeah, you yeah. got a group leaving from San Francisco who just badassed up on this other guy. Yeah, I'm I'm buying his idea that things aren't good back there and we're going. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't I wouldn't have been arguing with Axel as much as this other guy was, especially if he didn't know how to fix the car. Like, if you don't know how to fix this vehicle and you're well, trying to go into San Francisco and you're just telling this guy all you think, oh, let's go to the boat, how about you rendezvous with another boat? Well, their problem was they didn't have a jack to, you know, uh, jack yeah. up the tire on that. Okay. Which is easily fixable in a land full of trees, but that's a different yes. thing. <laughs> it's it, You can make it work. Maybe it's a flight. Leverage. leverage. Yeah, it's leverage. It's a great thing. <laughs> and so we got a new person into the group now. We got rid of Christina, and we had to add Kit. And she, Yay, she's Kit. pregnant with not a hybrid baby, which you're kind of wondering that we about. know of. Well, she's like the camera's super focused on her face. Yeah. Like, uh oh. What's I going d- on? Who, who well, is she? Yeah, I did love the fact that you know he offers her a Kit Kat, and she doesn't want to take candy from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking a ride from a stranger, baby. I but it's candy. She it wasn't a van though, so. But he lets her sit up front, which is, you know, interesting because he needed a lookout. Apparently, the other guy wasn't doing good. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we're at with that. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go with Sam? I almost think we should go with Sam. And Let's go with Sam. Sam. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to save that good bit. <laughs> yeah. That bit. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Sam's out running around with... um. Felix. His, his Felix. Felix is bringing in a group of people here who think that they have this lone vampire they're hunting down, uh, only to find out that Sam decides to pop up and massacre them all. <laughs> they're doing good playing with their food. But don't you love it when they're playing around with Felix and they think they have him cornered, right. and then all of a sudden Sam shows up and they just see his face and hear his voice, and they're like, oh, oh no. no. Check, please. <laughs> Let's run. Yeah. This was wrong. <laughs> that did not work out quite like we thought it was going to. Hmm. I don't want to mess with him. Yeah, not at all. And after this, we get the Oracle calling to Sam again. Uh-huh. And he's stating how he's seen her in his distance his entire life, and she showed up when he first hurt somebody. Yes. And she's saying perhaps it is his time to be next. What next what? What's he going to be next at? Right. That's what the next next elder, next what? She didn't really say. That's my only she's, guess. Is, she's clearly grooming him for something. My only guess is the next elder because he, he already made a totem. This is true. And, but you would think you'd have to be older to be an elder, but I guess you really don't. You just have to be, have the right bloodline or something, right? Right. 
and but she wants him to kill the one that he loves. Mm. And he's like, no, I don't want to, in his weird Sam voice. And he ends up choking out Felix, which I did not know you could choke out a vampire. Yeah, but he had just told Felix that he loved him to pieces while they were over there sucking on fingers. So it was fine. Killer, That's who he loved. Killer except- of killer of Mises. I love you to pieces. <laughs> Even Felix was like, dude, get off me. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> Too much. Stranger danger. <laughs> but it, that was the, yeah. Killer of pieces. I love you to pieces. <laughs> Like it was really cool. It's like they were just having a good old time playing around, yeah, and then the Oracle had to show up, ruin everything. Ha- hanging out, having a bro day. It was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he I, again choking out a vampire. Did not know that was possible. You're already dead. I figured it would have <laughs> took a little bit more than that. Yeah. Well, maybe he had. Maybe he didn't get one of the special special bites. Mm, could be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we know that. So uh, he kills him and now he now she's like no dude that wasn't the one that you love and he's all <laughs> like oh no and kind of feels uh, bad about that I just think it's so amazing like even though he's a super psychopath he still actually has that capacity in him to love I just I, I like that layer I know it, it, it does make a, a nice conflict for his character yeah so he needed to go and find Mohammed, who was still trapped in the building down there for however long that's been. He's hunting Mises. Uh-huh. All the Mises. And catching them. And it's yeah. really super gross. Yeah, he's chewing on the little mouse there. He's got some stuff. And then Kara pops up out of nowhere. What was up with that? Now... Um, I have a thought. I have a thought, too. We'll see if we come to the same thought in a second. Because, you know, for those of you who forgot who she is, she was at um, Mohammed's dad's place. Not, I mean, Sam's uh, dad's place, the church uh, resort mm-hmm. uh, that also doubled as the prison block or holding encampment for, uh, what was the name of that show that got canceled? The Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Vancouver. They use all sorts of stuff up there. And... She was one of the ones who, you know, Sam was pretty much torturing. She's talking to him. I kind of wonder if it's his human conscience telling him how to escape, but it does seem able to give him an idea to pry up the side of the of the enclosure and dig his way out. Yeah, go. My thought? Yeah. I- I was thinking that it was the Oracle visiting him. And for some reason, she's pitting Sam against uh, Mo. Like she's rubbing him up to go take out uh, Sam. And she just did the same thing with uh, with Sam you against know, Mo. That's kind of where I lie on that whole thing also. Yeah. Because right there at the end of it, you know, when Kara uh, mentions to Muhammad that she's done, he doesn't need him anymore. She disappears like the Ba did. Uh-huh. Did that little fadeaway thing. So I think she's actually the Oracle. Because we know the Oracle can change what she looks like and everything else. Yes. I mean, well, some of the elders can. But, you know, it seemed to make the most sense for me. I'm I'm with you. We're going to have to find out. And her pitting them against each other to find out who, you know, it's, yeah. Because Mohammed turns, uh, Sam turned Mohammed. So there's going to be. 
whatever special about his blood, unless it was just totally him, is going to be in Muhammad as well. Right. So, like, well, we'll figure out what that's all about. But if she wasn't talking about Sam being the next whatever, like, who is the next whatever and who was the totem made for? But the totem one had to be for, made for him because everybody had their own totems, I thought. It's personal. Okay. Right. So, I don't know. Or she was just sending Mo closer to him so that they would clash and fight and he would kill the thing that he loved. It could be that. But I'm pretty sure that was the Oracle. Yeah, Mo's going to be pissed. I'm just saying. Very pissed. Yes. All right. Now we get to the main story. <laughs> the meat of the story. The meat of the story. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Ivory is inducting Scab into the sisterhood, so he Ooh. can be one of the sisters. However, he has one too many parts to be a sister. <laughs> His tongue? Uh, No. Okay. Yeah. So they got a way to cl- uh, fix that little snip snip and hey, you're good to go. Yeah, they even have special ceremonial scissors for the for the task. Uh, yeah. And it's it's awesome. So, my question, uh-huh. like he's like make make me like you. Uh so did this happen to the whole sisterhood? Uh, like did some were some of them um previously no, have penises? No. I don't I don't or think so. Do they cut the female part too? I, or, or am hmm. I digging too deep? For I think you're something digging that's not too, even that important. Yeah, I think you're digging too deep on the female part being cut. Um, <laughs> but I do believe it, it that, that was for him. I know it happens, but we're talking vampires here, so okay. <laughs> Just, I mean, no. it took me deep. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I, well, I understand what you're talking about, but in order for him to be a sister, he can't be a total male. So I think Ivory is like, dude, this man right here, he has helped me out through everything he's loyal and everything else and the only way he's going to be accepted because the sister said you know he's not like us yeah and i think that's the only way he could be accepted and he was down for it he's like yeah make me a sister and oh where are you going with those scissors and (laughs) (laughs) but i love the fact that like after he gets snipped down and Uh made a eunuch he uh, he's screaming, and they let out that great tribal scream, which was so scab. You know his original screams and everything that he did. Yeah. The very primalness of his vampirism is just—it's all there, and they're doing the same thing as well. It's perfect. Like I, I love that he's found his tribe. Like, I, that's who he belongs with, and he's got his mask and everything. Yeah, it's and perfect. He's good. I, it was perfect. I love the whole fact that yeah, he has found his tribe. He has gone from working under Julius and all that stuff to being um, in the sister. I don't even want Scab to be turned back into a human. He doesn't deserve oh. to be ever. He is Not perfect the way he is. Like, don't do that to no. sister. Please. No, because one, that would really suck if he got turned back and went, oh, dude. <laughs> Though... We've seen like Julius's evolution. We saw him like deep, dark, and just this completely depraved being, and like who he is as a character now. Like maybe in the future, like eight seasons from now, it would be interesting to see that other side of Scab. But for now, don't do it. Okay? I like the way that Julius's character has progressed, being uh-huh. Julius the human. Yeah. Versus how he was as a vampire. I mean, he was a strong vampire and everything else, but I really think Scav's uh, progression as a vampire has exceeded yeah. what Julius was. Yeah. 
Sure. Because he's come from so far. So now he's, you know, he's in a Cicero. He's kind of like the right hand eunuch man of, yeah. of ivory, right? I mean, yeah. even though they're all wearing the same mask and everything, which leads them into being called by uh, his name's Scar, right? Yes. Was that what they nicknamed him? Even though he didn't seem to regenerate that much. But we'll, uh, anyhow, he's calling everybody with him because he's got that weird, grassly voice of his. Uh huh. And the sisterhood goes, and Ivory's like, dude. Yeah, we can go to Denver, but bro, you ain't the one leading us. <laughs> yeah, when he was doing that whole speech thing and he was talking down to Ivory and handing out orders to her, I literally said, really, sis? You gonna let him talk to you like that? Like, you just gonna follow his orders like that? And of course, she made me proud and she yeah. did not. Yep. <laughs> she told him how it was gonna be. And like, that entire moment was everything. I love what this show does with women. Like, right. it's just so perfect. I did love his uh, his voice that he was using, though. His multi-pitched voice, how it moved all over. It was raspy and everything else. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. But yeah, talking down to Ivory, that didn't work out so you for, well, for him. No. She, now she figured out how to make sure he didn't regenerate. Yeah, you take out the heart and you're good to go. And then they killed off one of the... Uh, yeah, because first he's mad at whoever turned her for, you know, being mouthy, right? <laughs> and another worse than a mouthy vampire. And so she rips out his heart and they take out the other guy too. And I well, I don't know if it was Scab who took the other guy out. It was hard to tell who, who it was because they all have on their mask. Right? Yeah, it was a melee. So they take them out, and next thing you know, they're coming out with scissors. <laughs> well, because they all must go through that same uh, metamorphosis. This is it. Well, they had to join the ranks of the sisterhood. You know, what Scab said he was going to do, he's going to help them grow the ranks. And, and Scab had his own scissors. Yeah, I'm, we're snip, snip, a little snip, a little there, and you're good to go. I Yeah, I was really digging the whole thing with Ivory. I mean, that took a massive turn from where... I thought it was going to go at the beginning of the episode. Well, since the last episode. I couldn't see Irie bending to anybody. Like, she's so boss. Why? Well, like, I, I couldn't see her bending to Scar at all. I didn't like, think that she moment, would. moment, like, mm-hmm. when she took that stand and was like, we don't need you. Like, strong plan, weak leader. On point. I didn't think she would actually, you know, respond to him later on. I just figured she'd take the gift and go. Yeah, I thought she would do like Axel did. Like Axel heard him too, and he kept it moving. Well, because Axel's a human, he ain't stupid. He knows that means. But keep he still going. heard the cry, right? I think everybody heard the cry. I think they were right near everybody at that point yeah. in time. See, or I thought his, his, I thought his his voice was primal enough that it for somehow it reached only vampires. So you're saying that it, the the humans may have heard him too. I think so. He was in, They were in okay. the area, but he was just so loud. That's where they were, and he just kind okay. of heard it. Because I don't. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't see. Why. I mean, either way works. I just thought that was another cool aspect of Scar. Like he had some kind of weird cry. Because like they have these awesome vampires that all have like these weird special things about them. Right. I just didn't think that he had. Um, that Axel had any connection to uh, Scab there. He didn't, Scar. but like he, ha- he had that part of him that was a vampire at one point in time, and I couldn't tell if Kit reacted to the cry at all. Hold on. I just thought about that. Is, so Scab, does he have a name change now? Is now he's a sister? Sister Scab? Is that what we're I calling? I don't think so. I think she still calls him Scab. Scabette? Scabette, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I that think we're, we're still going with Scab. He's still going with Sister Scab. 
I like yeah. Sister Scab. That's kind of cool. It's like a really bad nun. Sister Scab. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I just, literally, I could just go with this show being the spinoff of the Sisterhood and just watching how that progresses. And I'm good. There, I, oh, which I, it almost I'm seems cool like Ivory is just totally leading it that way. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a lot to take in on that episode. I wasn't expecting a lot of that to happen. No, I, I'm glad we got to check back in with Mo. I wasn't sure if we would have to wait longer to see him again, but it was cool, like seeing like this, seeing him. Um, what you said it was Kara, right? Right. And like her motivating him to get out because I thought he was going to be stuck in there until somebody came across him. So it was cool to see him uh, motivated to get out. He was stuck in there. He didn't know how to get out anymore. He was just more well, animalistic. I'm saying, like until like that wasn't actually like, it was the Oracle did they that helped him get out or motivated him to get out. But I was thinking more so someone would happen upon him or one of our group would somehow, you know, backtrack and see him and be able to get him out. Right, gotcha. But no, like he got himself out, and it was ingenious, like the way he got himself out. That was interesting. Yeah, got to get out somehow. So he managed to make it out, and yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. No, oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, you got any more for this one? No, like that was pretty much like everything. It was a lot that happened in this episode. Like, please, I want more. More ivory, more scab. Let's go. Oh, definitely. Give it give it to us all. We want more. We want, <laughs> you know, 36 episodes per season. I'll take that. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm telling you. I'm, I would be good with that. All right. Next week, hmm, I don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> we still, we're still in a loss of what happened to uh, uh, Phil. You know, Phil... Fell off the building. Well, Phil jumped. I know. Off the like they were like, "Hey, you guys can wait on this. We need to check in with these guys." That's the whole. Yeah, we're going to make you wonder. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. All right then. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, which we just did. I mean, Winona Earp, Twelve Monkeys, The Magicians, Siren. Uh, some Channel Zero stuff, all sorts of stuff that we've been going on with. You can also find a lot of amazing writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, make sure you hit us on the comment section below, or you can drop in on us on Facebook for Van Helsing Pure Fandom Facebook group or our Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Facebook group. Also, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. All right. Until next time. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> sniff, sniff. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.